0: Hello and welcome to this episode of eSports Connected. I'm your host, Megan Van Petten, and today we have a very special guest, Matthew Hickson. Welcome to the show.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Thank you. You look very nice. I like your jersey. For those of you that don't know, which are very few, and those of you that aren't watching, he's in a really cool jersey we'll tell you about in a second. But Matthew's here to share. He's the CEO of Gamers Glorified. He's a head coach. He's a professional gamer. He's an esports educator. I have to add in a heartfelt entrepreneur by nature. His ga- His gamer tag is 99 cent McFury. So let's get to it. You're here to talk about, um, well, I I saw some of the topics you like talking about, of course, is gaming, esports, coaching, cryptocurrency, and one of my favorite topics, youth development. So tell us, Matt, a little bit about your jersey when you're ready and how you got into esports.
1: Yeah, so this jersey I have here is actually the new jersey that my team will be representing um, in this upcoming week. Actually, next week, we have a major. Um, esports tournament coming up called Frosty Foncings, and it's actually in um, Lombard, Illinois. So we pretty much compete. We're competing in multiple different fighting games in the esports, um, doing brand awareness. I'll be marketing myself, looking to recruit potential players who want to get into the esports world on a grander scale, rather be professionally or career based. Um, so that's kind of how I do my marketing. Um, I, I go to where the players are, I let them know who I am. What I do, and then you know, kind of go from there. Um, but yep, this is the New Jersey. This is probably my third one that I've made so far since the company came out. Um, I try to keep up with the time, stay innovative, stay cool or hip um, in regards <laughs> to the themes. So I have to update my jerseys um, and get and get co-signed off by my athletes. So if they don't like them, okay, I'll change it up. What do you like to see, and go from there. So
0: my goodness, I mean. I really appreciate your humility. I'm telling you, there's a couple of things. I grew up with my my main mentor um, for a man was my godfather and my grandfather. I lost my dad at a very young age to a car accident. I was five. And um, I know. So my grandfather, the very last thing he said to me when I was going on a trip to Indianapolis was, Yahoo me, because he thought, email would be called yahoo because he had an email account and he was all about staying cool and boy it's true it's a mindset you know just just like why get old in your way or why get stuck it's it's not like we're trying to be fake we're trying to actually meet people where they are and and it takes effort
1: it does it really does um especially in the gaming industry um it's a lot easier to just go where they go um in the beginning i initially tried to go the traditional route and just try to get the demographic or population to come to me um which it works here and there um but i've come to realize just through trial and error um through my business that it's actually easier to go to where they're already going to be at anyways and just provide the services or the gaming there um you have their attention they are already stationed there they are already there with their teams their friends um it just it just makes sense to do it that way yeah
0: and 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 what's wrong with that meeting people right. where they are i mean it's it just fun. really takes something you know i am um, i would like on my list of things to study is great coaches my grandfather that's what he did he studied great coaches and he called me mvp you know he was just one of the, he went to Notre Dame and he did walk on, he was a walk-on for football and he lasted like, um, I think like an hour, <laughs> but he, but he can say he played football for Notre Dame. <laughs> just such a cool guy, but, um, just the, the, the greats, the great coaches, um, not everybody is a retired pro as a coach so right. tell me a little bit about that being an advantage for you I mean I I read something where you where you what you walked onto a game you jumped into a game in 2022 that you never even played and you won and took it home yeah talk oh. to me how much is luck how much is practice tell us the real ditty
1: so with me being I've been competing since 1999 so my peak point in competitive was 1999 through 2009. Um gaming wasn't what it was now. Um it wasn't even coined esports at the time and like usually there's just fighting games that you could actually do some type of competitive um nature of sport. And then back then you know the prize pools wasn't as big as they were now. You were getting like a few hundred bucks and like a gift card at one of the game shops that were hosting it or a local bar. You would get like either a free drink or a free appetizer or something to that extent. Um, But a lot of it is actually practice. Um, And to be honest, I'm very competitive by nature. Um, I'm the oldest of three boys. Um, So we've all had that competitive mindset, Um, military background. Um, My brothers are always competing. We're always competing with each other. Um, I kind of have to, since I'm the older brother, they kind of look up to me. So I kind of have to like pretty much beat them Um, (laughs) just just, just to stay ahead of the curve with them. But a lot of it is is practice and just experience. So, you know, to answer your question in regards to the one that I won, there's a major tournament in Illinois called Tommel Breaker that happens usually around every May. Um, And last year I competed, Um, I entered three games. I ended up winning one of them, made top three in another and top eight in another. And two of them were games I've never even played before. So just from experience as a gamer, just knowing that I love to game. All I really need to know is like, what are the rules? What can what can I not do? And if I do something, is it considered cheating? Um if it's not, okay. Cool. And then I just use my experience and focus, locked in. And I just, I just play to win. Um that's usually my mentality um when it comes to gaming is just I, I play to win and I use that mentality, you know, and everything that I do in life pretty much. Um, and that's how I've strived and become to who I am now in regards to the esports. And now I do that with coaching. Um, it's a pretty good experience, um, it has its ups and downs as well. Um, not everyone has the same mindset, <laughs> so to speak, um, but as long as they're having fun, that's what's the important part. And then to know that they can actually take this somewhere on a professional level, whether it's playing the game itself or just doing stuff on the back end as a career.
0: It's really interesting that you used your big brotherhood um, to level your game of life. Um, I would have to ask as being the oldest brother and setting the example who, you know, who's been your mentor? How did you, how did you create, develop, learn? I mean, this is a mindset that instantly reminded me of Tiger Woods.
1: Yeah. Um, it would be my my parents. Um, my okay. dad's from a military background. He was in the Air Force. Um, my mom comes from a military-backed family as well. And it's it's discipline for one, um, being consistent and just being a man of your work. If you say you're going to do something, do it. Um, even if it's in gaming so because of my background and how I grew up and you know military based background is you know when I when I commit to something I say I'm going to do something I'm I'm all in um and I'll figure out how to do it you know it's that it's that mindset it's that that will in you that that pretty much drives me um and with that will, I try to instill that in everybody that I talk to to be honest whether it's gaming uses this gaming because that's what I do the most Um, but there's, 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 well, that needs to be instilled in in this generation. Um, you know, I'm gonna be honest They, you know, they, they get down really easily, at least the demographic that I deal with and talk to in the youth, you know, even when they lose a game, like they take it really to heart, you know, and they really get emotional about it. I'm like, you know, one bottom line is, it's just the game, but two, you know, you can do better. You know, you just have to keep practicing, you know, someone like me tells them, Hey, I was in your shoes. This is where I started. This is where I'm at now. So it can be done. So I think showing them that it can be done, um, gives them that, that motivation and, and that will, but that's it. Just the discipline side of it through my dad, my parents have always been hard on me, um, because of the military background. And I thank him for that kind of like gave me the structure and the foundation that I need in order to do what I'm doing now. Um, because esports is a hard it's a hard business um i've had some ups and downs um trials and errors i did some things that didn't work okay let me try this let me try this um and i kind of found my lane to say in esports and um just moving forward from there
0: that's amazing um thank you for sharing that and um boy you know i think what i'm really hearing is you know, as hard as you are on yourself, and as an example, you are for your brothers, you you really give back. Um, How did, you know, how did that happen? Um, You know, that's, that for me um, is, I was raised that way. And, you know, I'll just self-disclose, Catholicism is all about ten percent of your earnings or ten percent of your time, whatever you want. So, like that was ingrained in me, and like I just do. um, how, You know, did your parents? I mean, you, you're, and I should, I should, in full disclosure, share that you're also on our. I believe you are serving on our events committee and creating our esports next event this year. Um, and we're so grateful that you're on the leadership team there. Um, so where did you get the spirit of giving back? Can you tell us a little bit about that?
1: Yeah. Um, that comes from 100% on my mom's side. So, okay. <laughs> she, um, ran an at-home daycare a little over 20 years. So living at home, you know, by default, I was kind of working for her, but not working for her, but in a in that environment, um, being around kids, you know, um, she's went from raising kids that are five years old all the way up until you know elementary school, middle school, and then still keeps in contact with them to this day. So some of them are in their 30s, and my mom still talks to them. Um, mm. And me being around that atmosphere of you know giving back and providing that services, and my mom is very active in church as well. So she, she does the daycare there. She teaches CCD. So that's her side of, of giving back. And just living in that household, you kind of follow in those footsteps. So what happened was I pretty much took that structure and foundation. And now I'm giving back to the youth. And I realized because of my mom, that's where my, my gifts are. You know, one of my service gifts in church that they, you know, they talk about, you know, yes. mine is, you know, service. You know, and my demographic is youth, young adults, and and kids. Um, and it kind of just fits hand in hand with gaming. Um so i I found my passion that I love. I'm using my gifts that, you know, God gave me that I figured out, oh, i'm I'm good with the youth, good with the kids, and just bridge the the gaps together. And that's how I got
0: where I'm at now. It's a whole different level of um. I want to say almost like it's just a whole different level when you're in your strength lane and like me. So my gift from, you know, from the church is hospitality. So I can host anything, anytime for anyone, but it's my gift. And and I make it look really easy anywhere. Like not, it, it just doesn't matter. It is my gift. When, when that lane opens, I'm like, got it. On it, yep. and it's so neat to like know our gifts. It's so neat to know that that's not what's well, not my gifts, you
1: exactly. know? Isn't I it? It makes, it makes life much easier when you know what it is. And to be honest, I knew for a while. um I just didn't accept it to some extent because, because it's it,
0: easy. Right, it's like, it when well, I already know that
1: <laughs> it wasn't what I wanted to do per se in that in that field of things. So, like, I'm gonna be honest. Like, I was. I used to, um, you know, teach fourth graders, um, when I was active in the church, I was like, I knew I was good with kids. They saw that kids, you know, tend to me, they they talk to me, they open up to me. Um, I enjoyed what I did, but it wasn't what I was passionate about. You know, I I knew I was doing the right thing and I was in the right area, but I didn't, that wasn't my, my passion. And then, you know, I, I started my business. I realized, oh, this is, this is it right here. You know, a lot of the demographic, a lot of the events that I've hosted in the beginning were from ages to seven up until like 12 or 13. And then I was like, Ooh, this is it. I found it, you know? <laughs> and I think once you find what, what your passion is, um, and we live in a world now where you can actually turn that into an actual job or a career because of technology and how everything's going, um, it's, it's great. So, I mean, those who are watching, if you find what your passion is, like just just go for it. You know, mine happens to be gaming and youth. And here I am now.
0: <laughs> well, you know, what I got really fired up about when we first talked was how you're bringing it together, where we we need it so well, in my opinion, and um utilizing eSports lounges to create incredible experiences now my claim for fame before you answer your question what i tell everyone is when you come to esports next the way we design it you should meet everyone because it's three days packed into only one big day you want to come and over network and meet everyone and feel like you just left camp you can or you could come for the one big day and you're gonna you're gonna have the opportunity to meet everyone you want but I promise one thing, you'll never be to another event like this. And I'm telling you, everyone, everyone, I'm on record to say it, everyone that I tell this to stops me and says, you're right, there's just something about my events and you know, you know, the secret, Matt. I mean, it's just running in your strength lane and, you know, doing the good work. But when we talked and you told me your passion was esports gaming lounges and the youth, I was like, all right, this is a, <laughs> this is going to turn into something really special. So tell me about what you're doing at these yeah. different facilities, colleges, and um wherever you're finding your um, events at.
1: Absolutely. So in the very beginning, when I started at and- 2017 um i moved here from florida Um, i tried to find where the gaming community was there wasn't many um not even esports lounges There wasn't many just gaming facility places anyways like overall like you would have to go to like chicago schomburg they were out in the midwest area but it wasn't anything local so i'm like well where are the gamers go so you know as i'm going to like six flags and like Chuck E. cheese with my daughters and stuff like that i'm like okay i know he plays games i know they play games where do they go to play i couldn't find one in the local area that i that i was at so i was like okay well since i've been competing since 1999 i've been to plenty of major events i know how this stuff works let me just create one you know so i did um i started with what little i had um I didn't have all the gaming equipment stuff as you see in regular lounges and stuff like that. So I, I used what I had. I had a Xbox, PlayStation 4, um, a Nintendo Wii. And I was like, how do I get people here? Yes. <laughs> so I was like, I need to do something that gets them in the door. So in the beginning, I did, I did gaming in general. That's why it's called game, Gamers Fight. So I host video games and I host board games, card game events. Dungeons and Dragons, whatnot. So I said, hmm, everybody plays Uno. Let me just buy some Uno cards and host a Uno tour. So went to Walmart, spent 20 bucks, bought four pack of Uno cards. Okay, how do I get people here? Uh most people are on Facebook. Okay. Facebook ad, paid 10 bucks, 10, 15 mile radius. Went to Canva, made a little flyer, posted it, boom. It's like, okay, cool getting results all right people are looking let me see who shows up i had like 40 people show up at my first event for uno tournament i was like oh okay hmm, that worked you know and then in the background i had my gaming consoles for people who didn't want to play or wanted to do something in the meantime i did that and it worked and then everybody was like oh what is this place like what is this you do gaming this is awesome when's the next event I was like, uh-oh, oh, Oh, I haven't planned that far ahead yet, Uh, (laughs) so it'll be next month, um, but I'll figure it out, but I got them there, so for the first year, all I did was different board games, but I had video gaming in the background, Um, and then as the money comes in for my events, I would use that to buy more equipment, to build up more gaming, Um, and then at that time, esports wasn't really, it was in the air, but People weren't really paying attention to it like that back in 2017. Um, so I kept doing what I was doing. As it got big, I got involved with Kishwaukee College. So I went to Indeed.com, right? I kid you not. I was like, let me type in esports, right? I kid you not. And even Indeed.com, there was maybe like four things total that pulled up. It was uh, a coaching job at Kishwaukee where I'm at now. Um, it was like a tournament organizer for one company. Another one was for like, uh, video gaming development and something for marketing. There was literally like, that was it within like a 50 mile radius. So I was like, okay, but let me apply for this coaching job. Ended up getting the coaching job. So I've been the head coach at Kishwaukee since then. Um, and now I kid you not, that within like two to three years from then, like if you just Google like we we'll go to indeed and type in esports to some extent there's pages of stuff now so just just the transition from when i originally looked till now it's, it's amazing um but that's how i got started now i currently don't do any events anymore um i'm more focused on education and developmental side so i've created a gaming curriculum where i teach life skills developmental skills financial literacy in um, career opportunities through eSports and gaming. Um, and I do that at public libraries. Um, I do it at an after-school program at a junior high, high school. So I'm in the process of working on potentially two other schools. And how I contribute to the whole eSports ecosystem is my after-school program does field trips. They go to like, you know, Jump America, you know, anything, Six Flags, I take my group to eSports lounges. So we all benefit, you know, I have my program at the school. I take these 40 to 60 teens to an eSports lounge, and they get the actual experience that I'm talking about in teaching in my program. So it's a win-win for, everybody. you know, my programs at the schools. I take these kids to the eSports lounges, you know, that need the bodies there to get the experience to play. and that's how I pretty much help. And my, my contribution to that is I want to get to as many schools as possible. Um, and if there's an esports lounge within that facility, um, you know, I want to take those kids to the esports lounge.
0: All right. You know, I love this for so many reasons. Um, there's a couple of points I'd love to hit on. First of all, there is nothing like being in community, literally nothing. Like, um, this is wonderful that we're together right here, right now. But what, what's even more wonderful is I get to see you at the Harry Carey's ballroom in February at you know, frosty uh, Frosty Fostings. Like I can't wait to go there. I happen to be married in that hotel.
1: Oh really? <laughs>
0: Incidentally, yes. Oh I awesome. love that hotel. It's so yeah, great it's there so in good. Lombard.
1: It's is really good. A lot of um Prior to me being in gaming, I was in the mortgage industry for about 15 years, and a lot of their holiday parties were there. So interesting.
0: Yeah, it's just a great venue. It will be my first time going, but you'll see (laughs) me there. Um, Because for me, just in all of my wellness program for myself, just playing a big game, having the having the the big life that I'm trying to always create discipline-wise every each and every day, I try to get out. And I go back again to my mentor, my grandfather, and he brought me to the Villa Park Public Library regularly. He bought my card, he renewed it every year. And guess where I find my peace? And guess where I go? All through college, I did my homework at the library. So he brought me at a very young age to just hang out at the library. But that's what I learned. Like you saw your mom giving back and that's what you learned. Mm -hmm. What a great way to expose developing youth to go to these lounges where they could be together in community and play and do what they love. Now that's a bigger game. What I also love about your story is how you started with a very small task. And it didn't matter if two people showed up for Uno or 40. You were present, your intention was great. Your intention was to invite them into the world of video gaming through board games. Now I didn't know you were a DD player. That's yeah. super fun. I I haven't played since I was probably 13 but it was one of my favorite games of my life it's just Absolutely. so so amazing it, I actually I, I probably would say it is my favorite game that I've ever played in my life um now that I'm really present to that truth um but so much good that you're doing Matthew and we are so excited to have you as a member I can't wait to physically meet you I feel like I already know you I guess like what I would like to know since this is a you know, esports connected, getting to know you, business association, what do you think the world, um, should know about what's going on in your world? What kind of opportunities are there for sponsorship, giving back? I mean, I heard you're teaching financial literacy, soft skills, um, as well as, you know, the the obvious. What do you what do you think we don't know that's going on? Um, what what's important for us to see and think about in your day-to-day? What you could share.
1: Overall and the esports organization as a whole. Um we can't compete with each other. We have to benefit from each other. Um, we can't treat this like traditional business. It can't be a Coke versus Pepsi or my lounge is better than your lounge, that type of thing. We have to stick together um, because we really haven't found a sustainable way right now to, to stay afloat. Um, there's a lot of money being poured into it, but not a lot of return on investment. Um, And I don't think, as a whole, everyone has figured out what works. Um, We're all trying different things, which is great. Um, Like I said, I stay in my lane, I know what works for me, it's the educational side. I can bring my value by bringing the kids to the lounges, um, and and so forth. Um, So I don't, like I said, I, I don't even host events anymore. So I have my audience say, hey, when's the next event that you're hosting? I'm like, I don't host any more events you need to go to this place. Like, If I host it, it'll be at this particular esports lounge. It won't be at my facility anymore because mine is more for the educational side of gaming and esports. So I don't want to necessarily take anything from someone who actually has a facility and needs those bodies there. So I, I'm within the schools. So I have my, my audience, libraries, what have you, and I can bring them to your facility. So you benefit from that. So we all have to find a way to benefit each other um you know like like cross branding but on steroids for everyone (laughs) pretty much um and i think the esports trade association is a great tool for that since we are all here um we kind of just need like a really big professional powwow and just be like what do you do okay you're into content creation okay great i need help with that you know, I yeah. don't really have the time to do it. I do it just because I have to and to stay relevant. Um, so I do a couple of things here and there, but that's not my specialties. You know, mine is coaching, teaching, educating, um, you know, prepping the generation for careers and stuff like that. Um, you know, that's just an example um, that, I've, that I've been seeing overall. Um, and I think once we figure that out or come to some type of um conclusion on that i think esports will be more broad based in general um because there's still some stereotypes of that every year i talk to some athletes parents who don't really understand or they just see the surface value of what it is which is video gaming and don't understand the back end of things and how it actually is beneficial um, overall but that's what i've been seeing since i've started um you know i've seen places i've been around the block i've been gaming professionally since 1999 i've seen places open and close all the time you know um and then with covid happening you know it that definitely put a spark and we need to figure it out you know granted gaming has skyrocketed because of covid you know cuz we were isolated and you know even in esports my esports program at kishwaukee we were the only Sport going on for a while because it was the only sport that was COVID proof, you know? So everyone was now like, oh, what's esports? Oh, we have an esports team? Yeah, how are they doing? Now people were interested because nothing else was going on at that time. Um, but at the same time, it was a gift and a curse. As esports went up, more places like esports lounges were closing because there were no bodies in there. So I think we need to figure out how we can all benefit from one another. Um, to keep, to keep afloat, to be honest right now, because everyone's still trying to figure out esports as a whole and what we're doing. And I just happen to be less enough to know what my lane is and how I can benefit, you know, another esports organization or lounge or whatnot.
0: Well, I think that it's a real opportunity on a local level here in Chicago, yeah. Illinois, for us to get together and have a powwow and see what we can't do in bringing in all the players that would like to be part of something as we launch our Chicago chapter which i believe you're you're part of the leadership of our Chicago chapter it's interesting that we're launching the Chicago chapter like last because we're here. But we, you know, we were so focused on our big annual event that um, we just. Um, th- this is just a perfect opportunity, and the timing's perfect for us to create some real, incredible events that also support, you know, our our you know our wonderful lounges that are in the space doing the good. Uh, you know, one block at a time, like scrims, you know, what a great gaming as a matter of fact, we're having our first Chicago chapter launch there at scrims. And I haven't even been there. I can't wait. So let's do, maybe we should do the round table, get together and look at what Chicago needs one block at a time.
1: Yeah, that, that would definitely be great. Um, because now, now is the time right now, um, especially with technology, um, esports isn't going anywhere there's, there'll always be games coming out and i and i see in the back end that people want to get involved because you know there's like netflix gaming nobody would have thought netflix would have gotten into you know gaming and esports so i see that they're interested and everybody's trying to figure out what works um, but I, I i it's not going anywhere it's only going to get bigger as it grows more people are getting into it um i think eventually we will figure it out um i just hope that everyone's on the same page because like i said I, don't, I hate to see lounges close the one thing i hate is like you get comfortable and you 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 build up a community you you build up a belonging and then they're no longer there so like all the people that were there are back to square one you know and it's like it's almost like closing a school down, (laughs) you know, it's like, that's,
0: that's so cool. And here's the thing. Businesses go out of business. It's true. What Chicago is doing with a lot of our retail space that's empty, like on Michigan Avenue, they're literally offering pop-up shops. So we could like, these opportunities are not, they're challenges, they're yeah. ways to think out of the box and get creative. Maybe okay. we should come up with um, you know, a pop-up stop. Um, I love that you're utilizing current businesses that need the traffic, first and foremost. And what about our open and available retail? I mean, every city has the issue of empty retail space. Right. So yeah, let's get busy um, here in Chicago and and come up with something. You know, we have time, we have each other, we have a great community. And, Absolutely. um yeah. You know, I for, do feel
1: like we for... need to be the ones to, to take charge. Um, and I think once that blueprint is set and we have it figured out, it can be replicated, you know. Um, across the nation. So yeah, pop-up spaces sound good. Um, but I think once we figure it all out as a whole, um, it, it'll be it'll be good. And we'll get there, I, I, I know we'll get there.
0: You know, honestly, what you did with the UNO cards is brilliant because you didn't make it bigger than it was. You didn't get in your own way. You went and bought a couple of decks of cards and had a great intention. And for that, I mean, that makes you, I mean, what a legacy, what a story. I I just, I'm so grateful that you're on the show. For all of you out there listening, um, w- where can people find Coach Hickson? What do you go by, Coach Matt, Coach uh, Hickson?
1: Um, I go by, it depends on uh, who or who I cater to. So in the fighting game community in esports, I'm known by, 99 cent mcfury they either call me mcfury or 99 cents if i'm doing something coach wise like with my athletes at the university or when i do my camps they just call me coach or coach hicks so it's funny because nobody really calls me by my actual name some people don't even know my real name they just know me by either coach hickson or 99 cent mcfury um which is perfectly fine with me um but i'm pretty much everywhere i kind of have to be i'm on facebook twitter tiktok um, you know, you can just Google 99 fury, and you can just pick a link. Um, that's how long I've been in the game doing this. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much everywhere.
0: <laughs> that's right. So you heard it. Thank you, Matthew Hickson, for being on the show. Um, he's everywhere. He will also be at uh, Frosty Fostings uh, February 2nd through 5th. And you can find him at our conference, Esports Next 2023 at the Radisson Blue. He's part of our planning committee. And we are so happy to have you as a member as we dance out of this show. Thank you, Coach.
1: Thank you.